Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hey guys, welcome back to App Patches. I'm Dylan Hafer. I'm Aileen Cooperman. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. And we have some very fun topics to talk about today, as fun as it can be while we're all still stuck in quarantine. Um, speaking of quarantine, we're going to talk about Ariel Sharness, aka Something Navy's uh, poor quarantining skills and her, uh, her getting some backlash. Uh, we're going to talk about Quibi, the brand new streaming service whether you should get it, what, what our first impressions are. And we're also going to talk about being productive while you're quarantining, because that's been a hot topic, how we should be using this time. Um, how, are, how are you guys doing with your quarantines? Um, you know, I just talked to my therapist about this exact thing, so I'm going to have a lot to share today. <laughs> the wisdom coming uh, straight from the source yes. with Aileen. Barry, how's it going? I've been doing what I usually do on like a regular weekend, which is not talking to anyone and just watching TV, but this is like an extended weekend. What are you watching on TV these days? I just started watching Jersey Shore. I just, I restarted Homeland for like the third time and I just cannot get through it. I can't. There's something about being like familiar with the shows you've already watched. There's like a comfort there. So I'm just not into it. So I went back to um, reality TV. Wait, you're watching Jersey Shore from like season one, episode one? I, if I can make a suggestion to anyone is to go back and watch season one, episode one of Jersey Shore. It is hilarious. It's so funny. I, I remember watching it for the it first time. It is so funny. They're I, just, yeah. Paulie like, described himself as repping being Italian by being tan and using hair gel. I remember where I was when I watched the first episode. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> like I was on my couch in my senior and now my junior year apartment and like telling my friends like everyone must watch this show like I it, it was memorable <laughs> I had viewing parties in my college yeah. apartment on Thursday nights everyone would come over but I'm, I'm gonna start watching Curb and Seinfeld those are up next for me it's a lot of episodes yeah <laughs> okay so I am going to neglect to mention how old I was when Jersey Shore I premiered. knew you were gonna say that just do it do um, it do it <laughs> Um, maybe like 14. Oh uh, my God. You weren't really even allowed at the bars they were going to. Oh no, I'm... I was like a freshman in high school. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but speaking fine. of Jersey Shore, uh, we have something very exciting happening tonight. If you're listening to this on Tuesday the 7th, we have the Betches Instathon happening starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. And we are going on Instagram Live with lots of reality stars and other big guests, including Mike the Situation and his wife, Lauren Sorrentino. And we are raising money for the Good Influence Fund for Corona Relief. So we're helping out four incredible organizations that are making a lot of difference in the world right now. And you can go to betches.co slash donate. Even if it's after the Instathon, we are still raising money and we're gonna be putting out a lot of awesome videos and stuff if you missed it. So it's gonna be really exciting. Yeah, yeah, and we just confirmed an amazing fucking guest, like literally like my dream guest of my whole life. <laughs> and she's going to, we're not going to tell you guys yet who it is, but I mean, I guess when this comes out, people will already have known. Right. <laughs> so I guess just go on our Instagram and see. I'm excited. And also we are making a very exciting announcement on the Instathon and we are launching a Bravo podcast and Yay. it's going to be hosted by myself and Barry. So excited. Um, 
Very exciting. So it's called Mention It All, a Bravo by Betches podcast. The first episode will be coming out next week on Friday, April 17th. And we have Real Housewives of New York that just premiered. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills starts next week. We're still going strong on Vanderpump Rules. And so there's going to be a ton of amazing content coming with that podcast. So Barry, I'm so Um, excited to start. I know. I can't wait to hear you guys. The um, Real Housewives of New York, the trailer for the rest of the season looked so good, like it could win an Emmy. They always do. Like, they all just get so drunk, and I just, I'm so excited. (laughs) It it reminds me of, like, me and my friends, but in 15 years. Just clowns. No, no, give yourself more credit. It's I know, I was like... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, Ramona's, like, 65. 62. Yeah, she's 60, 62. Yeah, but they're having such a good time. It's so funny. I I was having a really good time. I was texting both of you actually that night at like yeah. 10.30. Did you watch? I was at Alien was like, no, like I'll watch tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> it was good though. Um, yeah, I mean, just for this whole, like, I've been trying to, like, spread out shows so that I, I don't watch it all in one day. Like, I wanted to watch Ozark all in one day. And Rusty was like, can you just, can we please not, like, like just for everybody's sanity, mine, yours, let's just, like, spread it out. So, like, that's why it was, it was nothing personal, Barry. I, I, you know. <laughs> I did it to Dylan, too, whenever, on, for Atlanta, right? I'm guilty of that, too. I'm yeah. always like, I'm going to watch it tomorrow. It's always Atlanta. I don't know what it is about Sunday night, but I'm like, I'll watch it tomorrow. I don't know. We well, there's just, there's nothing but time right now. And um, speaking of time, we need to talk about the timeline of Ariel Starness, because this was, like, the biggest... The biggest, like, mindfuck of a story that happened last week. And so basically, if you're unfamiliar, Ariel Sharnas is an influencer. She has this fashion brand called Something Navy. She has over a million followers on Instagram. And she tested positive for coronavirus. So she was one of the people that had it. And then um, in the couple of weeks following that, she made a lot of questionable choices when she should have been... um, quarantining herself and there was a lot of backlash and it's pretty crazy honestly and not just her like her husband was he's almost worse and he also went to my high school so (laughs) (laughs) and nanny we found out had it too uh, there's just so much and it's like the thing is for me is that like i hate i hate cancel culture i hate when like it's attack mode on people Like we, they are people at the end of the day. Like I, when I was reading the comments, cause that was also highly entertaining, but also very scary. Like I was reminded of that scene in Mean Girls when the high school went fucking crazy. Like that's how we felt like it, they were tearing her apart. Right. And I don't know. What do you, so what do you guys think actually happened? So basically, let's go through a little bit of the timeline. We won't, we won't yeah, get into too much detail. Through. We have an article on the Batches site, and there's also a really great Twitter thread by Sophie Ross um, that kind of breaks down all of the receipts, if you will. But so basically, she got tested for coronavirus and posted on her Instagram documenting the whole thing and saying that she was able to get tested even though she didn't meet the testing criteria because <laughs> she called up one of her doctor friends. Yeah. And so people were immediately not thrilled with that because it's a little uh it's a little bit like flaunting flaunting the privilege we might say. 
Um, Not a little so bit then, like it was. Yeah, it was. She <laughs> <wanted. her> face, <laughs> so to say. But it's I just, but, but before that, sorry, sorry. But before that, she, before she got tested, she posted a bunch of stories saying like what her symptoms are. And then she goes kind of, it didn't seem like she was sick. She, you know what I mean? She just kind of posted the yeah. stories and, and like, I mean, I'm a follower and I know she like always thinks she's sick and she always gets the flu. So it just, I don't, things seemed sketchy from the beginning. Like I remember being like, what's happening? And then you see her getting tested through a drive through Right. And then like wearing this mask that felt like so, didn't it felt so forced like to me, like it didn't feel real. And then she tags the doctor during right. this experience. And then Brandon on the side tags Volvo. And then like, <laughs> I just, and, and then she gets all this backlash about it and says like, she won't talk about Corona. No, she says she won't talk about it. Right. Because people come after her. Then she gets the backlash. Then says she's tested positive for Corona. Right. So all of that to me signals something is, Something shady. Something's not right. <laughs> Something maybe. <laughs> Something so, shady. so after th- there was already drama with her getting tested and documenting that, and then a couple days later, she posts that she tested positive, and she says that she is um, hanging, like, still with just her husband and her kids, and that the kids, that Brandon, her husband, is sick, but the kids aren't showing any symptoms, is what she said in her post. So then she's still posting pictures of her hugging her kids, playing with her kids. And the question initially is like, why are you, you know, if your kids aren't sick and you are, why right. are you like it's all over like your kids? The a regular cold too, just cause you have it doesn't mean your kids aren't immune to it. Like, so you shouldn't be being all over them. But the whole thing is just a train wreck to, to be honest. I think she got in over her head and it, it just escalated. And it was unfortunate to see on like, the internet do you well, think but, that she had it for real i think she had a mild case of it and that's the issue so because she had it a yeah. lot of people have it but she wasn't one of the people that even needed to be tested and she wasn't one of the people that needed to end up in the hospital thank god but so she was kind of i think she also got tested before this really blew up and mm-hmm. she didn't think Again, a lot of these people don't think before they do things. So she didn't think. She thought she was like showing people that what you do, like the protocol and without thinking, oh my God, ah, like tests are hard to get and I shouldn't have done that. So anyway, she was hanging hanging out with her kids. People already were kind of like, okay. And then basically a week after testing positive, she and her family left their apartment in New York City to go to the Hamptons. And this is kind of like what really got people angry because when you test positive, you should then be quarantining yourself like, like for real. You're not just social distancing. You should be inside the house, not coming into contact with anyone else. And so they went to the Hamptons like a week later and she's posting pictures, going for walks with her kids. They had someone come to the house and install Wi-Fi. Um, And then she also in one of her Instagram lives like accidentally showed that her nanny was there. Hatching her kid's I, head as they were drunk and twirling the child. That's what the nanny was doing. 
<laughs> I think the nanny is one of the funniest details about this story because she specifically then responded to a comment saying that she and the nanny got sick together, but now she's perfect. Like, it, like it was perfect. a joint thing. Like they're all just perfect. Everything is just perfect. I, what I also just want to call out from that was missing from the thread. I follow this closely. Um, was that, <laughs> was that she posted stories that she was planning to go to the Hamptons, right? Then people were, went after her saying like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't go to the Hamptons. Don't bring it here. Takes down those stories, posts a bunch of tick, like doesn't address it. Posts a bunch of TikToks as if she's home, right? Then magically on day 14 is outside on her like rented home, although she says that this is a new construction, rented home <laughs> and <laughs> says it's day 14. I'm where we just got to the Hamptons and we're, we're perfect. And then addresses a bunch of different things. But like, what what about the whole process of moving in? Right. What about like all of that? Like, I don't believe that she actually like says, I don't, I don't, for me, like I lost trust in what she said based on her wonky timeline. So like, I don't trust any of the things that she's saying. But again, I'm like, I was a fan of something. Maybe I like really liked her. And I, again, I just want to say like, I don't believe the the takedown culture. Like she's a person, she made mistakes. However, she refuses to take any accountability for what she's doing. Um, I think that the whole Hamptons thing really threw me for a loop because the girl has a house. I don't know where I stand with that because the girl has a house there. Like she doesn't, she she doesn't. It's rented. It's not hers. She does. Her parents have got it. So sad that I know this. Her parents have a house, right? She doesn't have a house. They rent it. No, then that's, that's true. Then that's a good thing because I personally am at my lake house right now. So I was like, do I feel guilty about this? But I'm like, no, because number one, I don't have Corona. Number two, no one's here. I'm here alone. There's literally not a soul here. It's kind of scary, but I like it. But the thing is she, I feel bad because all these people, like you said in the beginning, Dylan are people. So she, but she's a person with a brand. So she always has to think ahead and think of like what she's doing. And also, doesn't she have like a PR team? Couldn't this have been avoided? I don't get it. So does Vanessa Hudgens. The thing for me is that it's not just that she, it's one thing if you're just a person who most likely doesn't have coronavirus and you make a poor decision or aren't as careful as you should be. But if she really tested positive and knew for a fact that she had it and then was being so careless, that's just like a whole other level. And I think that's, that's why people were so angry about it. Cause it wasn't just that she was being a little selfish. It was like, girl, you know, you have this disease, go home. Like, yeah. and so then after she got so much backlash, including we wrote an article about it on Betches, she posted and I guess you could call it an apology, um, kind of an explanation, whatever, mm-hmm. a post on Instagram that is 10 full carousel slides of text. <laughs> and then along with that, she posted a series of Instagram stories where she is, um, I'll just say, uh, pretending to cry. Yeah, that's um, accurate. My yeah. favorite thing about... my there favorite thing about the, the eyes, but nothing came down. My favorite thing about the apology videos is that her voice switches so quickly. So in the beginning, she's she's like, yeah, so we're just really sad. And then over the course of like one 15 second video, she goes from normal talking to like, 
It just feels yeah, so I good. An impression and then, at one point. And then by the end of the video, she's back to talking like this. On the beach. And it's, and it's like, if you are so fucking upset, then like, first of all, we don't need to see the video of you crying. Nobody actually cares. I don't like But that. it's like. I think she's in her backyard. Yeah. But she just like, she puts on this like, like bright champion jacket and like decides to like, that's a choice for her apology, decides to go outside and like post a bunch of like apologies. I didn't mean to hurt anyone. Um, Like, but her whole thing was that she still didn't really like take any accountability for anything that she kind of did. Like she sort of said like, sorry if I offended anyone. Right. That was that's that was her apology, and she played the victim again. It's a Real Housewives apology. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry if I offended you, but you're not sorry for what you did. Yeah, because she doesn't own it, Lisa. Rinna, own it. Like she doesn't. <laughs> well, and don't you think if you're getting criticized for being out and about while you have coronavirus, when you're filming an apology video, don't you think you should do it indoors? <laughs> I don't know. I kind of think fresh air is good, to be honest. I do. And, like, there's no one around her. No, I, I don't. I, yeah, I, I think, like, the, the biggest problem with her going to the Hamptons was that she, like you said, Dylan, she, put, she tested positive. She made a whole thing about it. So stay home. Like you said, like, just, like, be home. Like, how many people do you need to, you need to hear that, like, just because you don't feel sick doesn't mean... You're not contagious. Like, also, I saw a bunch of, like, she wrote this whole thing about how, like, the building cleared the, 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 whatever, what's the area in the The front? Elevator in the lobby. Elevator, the lobby, that's the word. (laughs) (laughs) Cleared the lobby for her. But then I saw a bunch of, like, side tweets about, like, how some people who lived in that building, that's not the case, allegedly. So, um, I don't, like, there are so many kind of holes Right. In this, that like, just say, I shouldn't have gone to the Hamptons. I am sorry. Like, I shouldn't have shared all these stories. I am sorry. I need to think about the way that I share going forward. Like, I'm so sorry to let you down. Like, that, like, just, just be sorry for real. Also, they cleared the lobby. Like, what does that mean? Like, what do they get rid of? Like, what do they tarp the furniture? The doorman and the doorman would never say to me, yeah, no, no problem, Barry. Let me just make sure no one comes in or out while you come down the elevator. There's no more privileged way to explain yourself than saying like, well, we texted the doorman and he made sure nobody else was in the elevator (laughs) so we could get in our car and go to the Hamptons. (laughs) I just, I also just, I just don't understand also like the nanny thing. Like. I just, and I get though at the time when she says she tested positive, everybody was saying that Corona doesn't affect children. But it does. But like now, but, and also like it evolves. So I don't know. I like, there's some, there's some criticisms that I feel like are valid. There are some that reach or just like, let's stick to the main point. I, I, I sometimes feel bad, but then I remember that like how she plays the victim of like, of these kinds of criticisms all the time. Right. And then on the other, from the other side of her mouth, she's always like anti-bullying, all of this. And then her husband is like responding to people saying you're a fucking loser and, <laughs> and like bullying people on the side. And meanwhile, I could see her being like, Brandon, stop it. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I don't know. It's just such a mess, like you said, Barry. And yeah. Well, it's honestly, she went outside because there was really good lighting. And I know our listeners right now can't hear, but when she held the phone up, like she looked great with the water and she said, like, I am so sorry. And that's when the tears started. But then she went in and like made sure she had a good angle on the beach and was like, I just don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> was she on the beach? Yeah, the, the second part was like there was a beach background. I can spot a beach from a mile away. That, can you, are you sure? Can you say that? I thought she was in her backyard. Maybe the beach is in her backyard. No, I would not. like to see the receipts. <laughs> I yeah, my friend yeah, my friend sent um me her house on Zillow. <laughs> oh my god, no way! It's really easy to find. Yeah. Aileen loves the Zillow stock. I love the Zillow stock. One other thing: when her parents came to drop off coffee, no one was wearing gloves or a mask, so you can put the coffee down. That's fine, but like you need. I can't. I'm like, that was so nice, Dad. Put it down, and then I'll just go touch what you touched with no gloves. Thank you. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning, and that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with little sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition. So everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. So before we move on, I, we want to move on from Ariel, but before we move on from um, influencer behavior, I want to touch on Kristen Cavallari, of course, of the Hills and Laguna Beach fame. And now she lives in Nashville, has her own store and her own show. On the day that the state of emergency was declared in New York, she was in New York. She posted about it on Instagram. And then three days later, she went to the Bahamas with her family for spring break. What's and the date? When was that? Mar- March 15th, she got there. Okay. And so that was the day that schools and businesses were closed in New York and the Bahamas had their first case. And then she ended up staying there until April 6th. Oh. And so... Why couldn't she leave? So she could have. She just the, wanted to, to quarant- so, quarant- isolate there? So I guess. Uh, so pretty quickly after they got there, the like government was saying like hey you should people should probably go home and then after like a little over a week the bahamas closed themselves to incoming people and were like okay everybody else should probably leave and then at a certain point the u.s embassy also said okay you should come back if you don't want to be stuck and so that whole time she was posting workout videos she was um promoting her brand on instagram just chilling in the bahamas 
And then finally, yesterday, they ended up getting back to Nashville and she was right back to posting about her supplements and whatnot on Instagram. And it's like, I just, how are you on vacation this whole time? And don't think that that's like. Uh, I don't know with, I, I love Chris and Cavallari, but the thing is they were just in a hat, like they were in a house with each other the entire time, but she might've been smart. She, maybe they did go out to dinner and she didn't post it. Like it looked like they were in the house for those 22 days quarantining with just each other. And maybe she took a private plane there, but I don't know. I don't know. But, and also like, there is a lot of kind of word out there about kind of how, how coronavirus shows like difference in the class systems kind of like Mm -hmm. where the how the rich quarantine versus the working from home versus the people who don't have jobs now and you know like that there is such a disparity so like i mean yeah being on vacation it's frustrating from the perspective of to see someone doing that from the perspective of of us who work just here working from home and um but i don't really think that it's that bad also in the Bahamas, there were like no cases at the time that she was there. And I'm sure she felt safer there. Right. You know? I feel like though, I think maybe the problem is with the posting. Like just right. don't post. Right. Like by the time everybody's been stuck in their house for three weeks, nobody wants to see your picture exactly. on the beach. <laughs> right. Don't just don't post. Just like keep it to yourself. I know it, there's, I know, especially now though, like, we're, we're all kind of anxious and we need to kind of, we need to reach out somehow, but she's not alone. She has her husband. Um, her three so, kids and her hair stylist, which we all wish we had as well. What? Who's her hairstylist? Justin they're like, Alexander. they're friends. Yeah. Who's it? Justin Alexander. Justin Anderson. Anderson, sorry. Justin Anderson. I don't He's know. This Miley's name. hairstylist, Jennifer Aniston's hairstylist, one of Paltrow's hairstylist. Those are friends. Yeah, but they're friends. He moved to Nashville recently too to be with them. So, so do you think like okay versus like the quarantine crew who won't stop posting of them just doing TikTok dances in their home? You think it's worse? Do you think it's worse that she's doing the same but on like in just a nicer climate? Are you mad at her because? She's on vacation and we're jealous. No, I'm not mad at her. First of all, well, I'm- well, Dylan, because I know we're, we, I'm not that mad. <laughs> I think it's. I think it looks worse. I don't know that it necessarily is worse. That it it feels more egregious to still be like on your beach vacation three weeks later than like in a random house. But in terms of like the CDC, I don't think either is probably advisable. Right. I feel like at one point she's like, we have to go home, but should it be now or should it be in three weeks? And she chose that in three weeks, it looks like they were quarantining the whole time because instead of flying, like, and then ever she would have got backlash for that. I feel like in these types of situations, it's a lose lose, no matter what they're anyone's posting. Yeah. I think the biggest difference between this and like Ariel is that the way that, the Charnis family dealt is dealing with it is that they're not taking it seriously. And like, there truly are like so many people who are dying and they're not there. They just, it bothers me when people are like kind of thinking, Oh, this is like a time off. Like this is time to vacation time to be productive. Like, like there's a reason we're all home and it's, and it's very scary. And that, that I think is the difference. Like if Kristen wants to just, she's choosing to stay where she is. She's not, 
doing anything that problematic. I don't know how she flew back or what her status was. Was she sick or not? But if she was healthy and kept her precautions, I don't know. It's this yeah, is so yeah. hard. Like I, I feel bad to even be a judge. You know, it's true. Nobody, none of us are in a position of knowing a hundred percent what's what's right and what's wrong right now. And I think that's kind of why it's hard because you have to make decisions for yourself. Right. About well, even we're just like, like bashing at and we're like Kristen Cavalier. Like I don't think she did anything. Wrong. <laughs> I can't be a judge. Like I don't know. <laughs> no, but I mean, are I feel like different. I don't she feel like I. Yeah, I don't feel like I could be a judge to Ariel either. Like, th- this is just what I suspect from all of the content she puts out. It's not like she's just doing workout videos, you know, right. like where you could just say, all right, stop But I don't know. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase that's b-e-i-s travel.com slash betches so speaking of videos should we talk about quibi the brand new streaming yes okay so if you're not familiar it just launched this week on monday and it's a brand new streaming service that is pretty different because it's only on your phone And the whole concept is that all of their shows come in episodes that are 10 minutes or less. And so it's, it's very different than like a Netflix or a Hulu or something like that, where they're bringing you, you know, some of your favorite shows and some hour long shit. So have either of you guys downloaded it yet? I haven't downloaded it yet, but I do think this is a very cool concept because even commuting, I know we're in New York. A lot of people may not be in New York, but who wants to start a show like an hour long episode while riding the subway. And then you pause it, forget where you are, have to leave off. And then I think these 10 minute episodes are a good idea for something like that. Running to the bathroom, <laughs> sitting in a meeting, maybe, I don't know. Sitting I think in the bathroom, yeah, sitting, in the ba- <laughs> sitting in the bathroom is key because it's like, give me 10 minutes to not look at Instagram. Let me watch something really quick. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a cool, it'll be a nice trial. I think the 90 day, Trial is very generous. I think it's a very long time for it to be free, but that's just me. I think because, I mean, for them, they they didn't push back their launch date, like despite Corona. And obviously, like we all know, like that people aren't commuting anywhere and people actually want long form content now. So it's like, I think that they're giving you the 90 days. So you don't really, there's no barrier for you to sign up. 
so that right. you do give it a chance. I downloaded it last night um, while watching Sopranos. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> content on content. <laughs> it's, it's like, a yeah, I kind of liked it. I want to check out um, Nicole. Yeah, Nicole Richie. Richie. It is, it is so fun. Okay, so I, I, wrote an art, I wrote an article yesterday just kind of about Quibi in general. So I downloaded it right away. First of all, like, the app is gorgeous. Like, it's, it's, easy. Yeah. it's like, a very pretty app. It's very well designed. Um, and so I immediately watched an episode of Chrissy's Court, which is Chrissy Teigen's courtroom show with her mom as her the mama. bailiff. Yeah, that's yeah. what that was. I kept seeing commercials for it. Yeah. It's and like so Judge it, Judy. It's very cute. The cases are allegedly real, but um, <laughs> in the first episode, she offers to pay the, the judgment. So I don't think anybody's like going broke over the decision on Chrissy's court. <laughs> um, but so I watched that. And then I also watched a couple episodes of Nicole Richie's show, which is called Nikki Fresh. And it's like, it's like so ridiculous, but in the exact like right way. And because Nicole Richie is obsessed with like, eating organic and having chickens and like saving the bees and all of that. And she decides to channel that into a um, trap music career. Oh my God. And the show, like it sounds ridiculous and it is, but like it really works. And I'm, I'm excited to watch. Is it like a fake reality show? Is that what it is? Is it a scripted, non-scripted show? Yeah. So it's not, it's not like scripted, scripted, but Yes, it's. I mean, nobody really thinks she's. Yeah, I want to watch like, that. I'm sorry, but it sounds like a perfect opportunity for them to bring back the simple life on this show, on this app. I agree. Um, and so, to me, the thing with Quibi is that I am excited by a lot of their content, but I'm not sure. I'm. I, it remains to be seen how it's going to fit into my lifestyle because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm very used to my routine of having TV, the TV on, or something on the computer, and then I'm just like scrolling on Instagram. Yeah, and but so, you, you never know if like you like a show, you're going to make time to watch it. So it, everything really just depends on what what they have on there. Like right. I used to watch Hulu when they had Handmaid's Tale on and now I don't watch Hulu anymore. And well, then then I watch Real Housewives of New Jersey for like six <laughs> months. But <laughs> but but I don't really watch Hulu anymore because there's nothing that they're releasing that's original besides the fire show which we don't have to talk about here we will not talk. <laughs> right so there's yeah so i think it'll be interesting to see whether do i get addicted to quibi and then all of a sudden i'm like watching videos on my phone 12 hours a day because i feel like i'm going to become like a like a tiktoker quibi like i feel like i'm just going to be like on my phone watching videos all the time right that's why <laughs> i think it's perfect for bathroom trips but that's just personal opinion you know I feel like they should release an app, though, on Apple TV. I don't get why. Like, I'd rather watch... If I'm sitting at home now, I'd rather watch it... On your TV. On my TV. Right? Right. I don't... To me, there's no... I don't understand why it wouldn't work on your computer TV. Like, I get that it's, like, made for your phone, but, like, you can watch the video horizontal. Yeah. (laughs) And that's Dylan with logistics. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you turn your phone sideways and then the video turns sideways. <laughs> if you've ever used an iPhone, you might be familiar. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to like, I, we'll see. We'll see what they release. They're going to keep releasing new shows. That's this was just their them. first thing. Yeah. Well, and also a lot of the shows that are out right now, they're releasing an episode every weekday, which is like, seems like a lot. 
But if they have all that content ready to go, I mean, I have nothing but time. So can you imagine this for them? They're like, God, like these people launching a new app and they're like, oh my God, everyone's home on their phones. Like this could have, couldn't have been more huge for us. Yeah. I think though they, they wanted it for when people are, have extra 10, like yeah, 10 minutes here. Not during a pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. So we're definitely watching lots of TV while we have time on our hands. Um, but we also want to talk about whether or not we're being more productive, less productive, getting stuff done. Um, so there's an article in the New York Times that was really interesting about how you don't have to be productive right now. We're all like going through a lot. Um, so I wanted to know what your guys' thoughts are about how you're using this time or not using it. I have a lot of thoughts on this. I feel like for the first, our office closed in the way beginning of March, right? March 2nd or 3rd. So we have been home for a week and a half or two longer than most people of my friends have been. So mine, I've kind of been like in and out of how I feel about this. Um, and now I feel like it's starting to hit me, which is kind of strange I feel like everyone, there is no right or wrong for this of how to feel. Everyone's coping with this differently. And I feel that whether you know someone with it, whether you don't know someone with it, everyone has their own opinions. And I feel that if you're just staying home and doing what you're supposed to be doing, that's just what, I, that's just what I'm doing. And I feel like I'm, I'm getting through it. The only thing that's affecting me is that there is no end date, which I'm sure that's affecting everyone. It's really hard to not be told when you're going back to work or when life will be normal again, because you don't know. So I think that's the hardest part, but yeah, it's also like, it's like in the beginning, like I agree, it was sort of, it wasn't like a, a denial. Like we, we tried to close the office early because we, like, I just knew that this wasn't going anywhere. Like after Italy shut down, we're just like, right. okay, the whole country. <laughs> I was just like, all right, maybe this is time. Let's, let's protect everyone. So in the beginning, I was like, oh, all this, all this, yeah, no, no problem, guys. All this time, <laughs> um, like, I can just be so productive. And that's kind of what the article was saying is like, let's write, whatever, write that script that you've been kind of pushing off, like, become a chef, like, organize shit. I did organize my kitchen and it felt great. But I saw. <laughs> yeah, it was, just let me tell you. I gave her um, feedback. She did, and I denied it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I feel like, despite all that nobody's really doing that much and it's because it's like and then on top of that we're like judging ourselves for it where we feel like failures because we didn't do all this 
because we have some extra time. Like we're not commuting. We're not doing that stuff. So why shouldn't we be like really using our time productively? But at the same time, this is what I talked to my therapist about today. Like it's not like normal conditions. Like again, like what I was just what, what I was saying about Charnis, like it's not normal conditions. We're not just home on our own free will. Like we're home, like right. we're forced here. Like this isn't by choice. And like anytime I think about that, it feels very scary. Um, but then it's, it's okay to like just kind of meet, just do the things that meet your basic needs and like take care of yourself in some ways and like whatever, whatever makes you feel good to stay sane, like just your mind, keep your mind healthy. Like, I think that's the most important, like you don't, like your closet can wait. Right. So I feel (laughs) that I'm working along with every batch in this company harder than we have on, you know, when we were at the office, because this is all we have to do right now. And we are focusing to make people enjoy the content we put out and everything. So I feel like everyone's doing their part in this, if they're working or not working, but I feel like everyone's just doing what they have. Like in that article, someone said they're working on just being okay right now. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and that I thought was so such a line. I like wrote it in my phone. Like I'm just working on being okay because you don't have a choice. This is it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really- I will say, I will say I'm so glad that I have like a job situation where I am busy right now because I think I have friends that, you know, were laid off or furloughed or, you know, are just like taking time and aren't working right now. And like, if I had like four weeks where I just had nothing to do every day, I think I would really, really be like losing it. But honestly, like when I, when it's like 5.30, whatever, I'm done working for the day, like, I'm tired. Like, I want to, I still want to sit down and watch my TV and like, you know, eat what I'm eating for dinner, maybe like order in whatever. Like, it's not like, oh, it's 5 p.m. and I have five hours before I go to bed and I'm just going to like, you know, write a manuscript. It's like, no, like, I still want to like eat chips and like watch my shows. And I finally did get to the point this weekend where I like did some kitchen organization, which like I felt good about, but also like I wasn't pressuring myself. (laughs) Um, It was just to the point where I had watched too many episodes of Below Deck Med in a row. And (laughs) and I was like, I was like, I got to do the Tupperware cabinet. Like I just have to, but like, I've been trying not to like make myself do stuff because I, it's like, whatever, it's, it's still normal life to a degree. Right. Like the minute you put pressure on yourself to be doing something that you don't like just to feel productive is the minute when it starts to get kind of um, to crumbles down like and hurts you in the end. Just like I I think I talked to to Sammy about this on um, DSD, but it's like kind of just figuring out what's serving you in that moment, like not even thinking about tomorrow, just like what's going to get me through right now and make me feel better right now and like kind of doing that and not really I mean, it's, I need to kind of take my own advice, but <laughs> just doing what makes you feel okay in that exact moment. In that moment, I like clean your, like reorganize your kitchen. It feels good because I wanted to cook a little more, but like I didn't tackle my closet and I didn't the weekend after because I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it. And we're okay about that. <laughs> right. You know, it's so funny when this is over though, hopefully when everyone's looking at their closet, they're like, shit, I should have organized this when I had... 18 months to do it. But um, 
But then you can always wake up grateful and be like, there's always tomorrow. You know, you have to look, always look at the bigger picture. Someone else was going through something more difficult. I'm sorry. I always look at it that way. Like there's always a brighter side to something. Yeah. I mean, every day, like I'm stressed out. Rusty works in the hospital. His whole hospital is all COVID patients. And so like every day is kind of unknown. I don't know if I'm going to get sick. I don't know if I've had it. I don't know if he's going to get sick. We're getting, he tells me every single day, like worse things. And that in itself is like, I like have second degree sort of trauma from the things that he says and just kind of coping with that is my number one priority. And just, and I personally think that what we're doing, not to toot our horn, but what we're doing at Betches and like making people feel good and laugh because la- like just like laughing really makes my day like I was my friend I have this chat with my friends and sometimes it's too much because it's too much updates about corona but then other days it's just like what are the like dumb like some stupid people doing on Instagram and it's just like I was laughing for like literally 20 minutes as if I smoked but I was sober and I was just <laughs> and it felt so good and like you know just kind of appreciating little moments like that that it goes a really long way. So yeah, don't I feel like that's zoom happy hours with your friends. Like any type of socialization you can have is, is helpful. Even calling your friend or FaceTiming or doing something, but um, even talking to yourself is helpful too. Sometimes. (laughs) I feel like that's, that's a good note to tie back to our Instathon that we are doing tonight. And if you're listening in the future, there will be, you know, lots of content to catch up on. And, you know, obviously we're bringing you entertaining stuff, but also, you know, keeping in mind that there's a lot of like shitty stuff going on right now and trying to do our part and uh, make it easy for other people to find a way to do their part. So betches.co slash donate if you want to check out the Good Influence Fund for Corona Relief. Um, yeah, we've yeah. already raised forty thousand dollars, which yeah. is incredible. And forty thousand uh, uh, bills. Forty thousand dineros, and they're going directly. Like it's not. We're not holding on to anything. It's going directly to the four organizations we've chosen. One of them is Bethany's Be Strong, which provides like all of the protection for our healthcare workers which I personally feel very strongly about just because I care about Rusty safety. So right. guys, do what Dylan says. Check out Betches. Yeah. <laughs> go watch our Instathon and go donate just $5, $1. We don't care. Anything. Just do it. And I have, to, I have to plug myself here too. Shop Betches is also donating to the cause from our yes. um, sales that we're receiving. So within the company, we're also doing anything we can. So yeah so yeah um try to keep it keep it positive check out our instathon and um stay safe and be sure to rate review and subscribe and yeah thanks guys i miss this podcast invite (laughs) me more guys (laughs) (laughs) betches